When I was pastor in Topeka, one day I was visiting St. Francis Hospital, and I encountered a man who said, hey, I was just at your church for a funeral. He said, I'm Baptist, but I couldn't help noticing the huge crucifix that hangs on the wall behind the altar in your church. He then asked, why do Catholics keep Jesus on the cross? Don't you know that Jesus is risen from the dead? Why do we have crucifixes in our churches and in our homes and on our rosaries? To remind us of what love looks like. There is no greater love than this, than to lay down your life for another. Someone once told me, the crucifix really is a visible image of John 3, 16, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And our world today needs this reminder of what love looks like. Love isn't simply an emotion or a feeling. We know emotions and feelings are kind of like shifting sand. Do you think Jesus felt good when he died on the cross? No, he was He didn't feel good when he was being scourged and crowned and nailed to the cross. And yet we look at the crucifix and we say, that's love. Sometimes love hurts. Love involves sacrifice. Jesus shows us that love is a choice. It's a decision to will the good of the other as other. Jesus willed our good. What's our ultimate good? Our salvation. And Jesus was willing to give up everything for it. Remember when Mother Adela was here at our parish last summer for the mission, she said, love is self-donation. It's those words that we hear at every Mass. This is my body given up for you. That's love, to lay down your life for another. In a homily on the Passion, Pope Francis shared the story of how St. Francis of Assisi was meditating on the crucifix with his brothers, the friars, and he was amazed that none of the friars were moved to tears. And so Pope Francis asked the question, what about us? Have we lost the ability to be amazed by what Jesus has done for us? Do we remain unmoved as we reflect on the death of Jesus? Pope Francis says there can be many reasons that we are unmoved. Maybe we've grown mediocre. Maybe we're just going through the motions and our faith has become routine. But maybe we've never truly internalized the death of Jesus in a personal way, that Jesus really died for me, that Jesus did this for me. St. Paul says, I live by faith in the Son of God who has loved me and given himself up for me. Well, we all know the story of St. Maximilian Kolbe. He died in Auschwitz. Well, when he was a prisoner there, a prisoner escaped. And so in retribution, the camp commandant picked 10 prisoners at random to be executed. They were going to be placed in an underground bunker and starved to death. Well, a Polish soldier named Gajanacek was one of the 10 sentenced to die. He pleaded with the guards that he was married with a wife and children, and it was at that moment that Father Maximilian Kolbe stepped forward and offered to take his place. The commandant agreed and allowed Father Kolbe to take Gajanacek's place. Now, Gajanacek lived to see Auschwitz liberated, and he was able to return home, but he never forgot what Father Kolbe did for him. Every year that he was able, he made pilgrimage to Auschwitz on August 14th in memory of, 
of the sacrifice Colby made for him. Toward the end of his life, he said, as long as I have breath in my lungs, I consider it my duty to tell people about the heroic act of love of Maximilian Colby. What's the point? He took it personally. Gajanacek knew that Colby died for him. Have we come to this truth that because of our sin, we're like Gajanacek? We stand condemned, deserving death, but Jesus has stepped forward and said, I will take your place. Jesus died so that I might live. Cardinal Cantalamese is the preacher of the papal household and one of his Good Friday homilies, he said, if we really believed in our hearts that God loved us, it would change everything. Our lives, ourselves, things, events, absolutely everything would be transfigured before our eyes. This very day, he said, we would be with him in paradise, for paradise is simply rejoicing in God's love. This is why we call this Good Friday. Today we see on display God's love for each one of us. Now, the crucifix is a visible sign of God's personal love for us, but it's also the blueprint of our discipleship. As Jesus has loved us, so we must love one another. Jesus commands us, take up your cross and follow me. The Christian life involves self-renunciation, self-sacrifice, dying to ourselves as we put the needs of others before our own. Pope Benedict said, love always demands an element of self-sacrifice. If we get rid of suffering, we get rid of love. Let me close with this. Remember back in Advent, we did the four-part preaching series on the kerygma, the kernel of the good news. I shared the story of the movie Saving Private Ryan. The movie is set in World War II. It's the story of first-class Private Ryan. Private Ryan was one of four brothers. All of his brothers had been killed in action, and so Captain Miller is sent with a small squad to save Private Ryan and bring him home safe. Well, the movie climaxes in a small town of France. Captain Miller and his squad had found Private Ryan, but Captain Miller sustained a mortal wound. And as he was dying, he said to Private Ryan, earn this. In other words, we've given our lives to save you. Now don't waste your life. Live it with intentionality. Now, none of us can earn God's love. None of us is deserving of what God did for us in the person of Jesus Christ. But we can live our lives for him who gave his life for us. We can live our lives with purpose and intentionality. As we approach the cross today for veneration, let's call to mind Jesus' personal love. Let's approach with gratitude in our hearts that Jesus did this for me and that now we are called forth to go forth and live our lives for him.